0: hello and welcome back to the breakthrough active podcast my name is mitch i'm your host today and i am bringing to you our very first podcast of 2023 it has been a few weeks since i have made anything podcast wise so i wanted to get started here at the beginning of the year and i wanted to make the very first podcast about getting back on track with nutrition so if you are anything like me the the last few weeks have definitely been a little hit and miss uh, much more in the miss column in regards to nutrition we had uh, christmas time we had new years we had all the festivities that are involved with those there was a lot of food in my fridge that's not normally in there um, and also in my pantry so now that we are sort of in the the second week of january wanting to make some changes around getting my nutrition back on track and wanted to share the 10 ways and the 10 things that I'm looking at so I can return my nutrition back to what I was doing previously and looking just to make some changes around that so I'm starting to feel better and starting to feel a little bit healthier after the last few weeks, which I thoroughly enjoyed, but feel like by the time that we sort of get to this point in January, I'm ready to make some change. So first one is to eat a protein-rich breakfast. So I feel as though regardless of what time you're eating your first meal of the day, um, you wanna have a good amount of protein in it. So good breakfast foods that have high protein eggs, um, Greek yogurt, if you are someone who makes protein smoothies, that's a good option too. But feeling like when we start our day with um, a good chunk of protein, it helps keep us fuller for longer, helps keep us satisfied as we're starting our day and just a really good way to kick off the morning and kick off the day. Number two is to plan ahead. So this is something that I do preach quite often, but deciding in advance what you are going to be eating for the day, what you're going to be having for for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and your snacks, and, and making sure that you have those ready and raring to go having the ingredients ready if you're cooking if you are preparing um, your meals for the day or taking your lunch to work or getting dinner organized getting your snacks ready and making sure you have everything there ready to go and this way you are going to be far less likely to make bad choices around your food if you do have these foods on hand and ready to go The third one, which is something I haven't discussed too much, but I feel like it is very important and something that I've been focusing on lately. It's practicing mindful eating. So what I mean by this is paying attention to how your body feels as it relates to its hunger. Quite often when we are uh, overeating or, or eating, you know, I guess foods that maybe we don't normally eat is we are eating in excess and we're eating a lot more than we normally do. So feel as though if we are paying attention to our body's hunger and our fullness, then it's gonna make a big difference with how much, uh, I guess, quantity we are actually consuming. So a few ways to do this is to eat slowly. So a few tricks with this is to put your fork or spoon down between each mouthful, making sure you are chewing your food very thoroughly uh, and also making sure that you're eating without distraction. So, you know, often if you are scrolling away on your phone or something like that, you, you don't even realize that you are eating and shoveling this food into your mouth. Um, but feeling like taking a few measures there and practicing mindful eating, making sure you're paying attention to when you're full and stopping at that point. And that all comes back to eating a little bit uh, more slowly and having a little bit more intent with being connected to, to what you're eating, and feels like that's gonna help. At number four, getting plenty of sleep. So this is something I harp on quite a lot about. Uh, but if we are lacking sleep and feeling tired, it can you know, increase our hunger and, and cravings for, for unhealthy food. So when we're not thinking too clearly, cause we may be a little bit tired, or I've had a you know few days of, a few nights of bad sleep, and we can start to make some unhealthy choices around our food just because we are a little bit, um, our our thinking is is being is being clouded. So, getting enough sleep, you know, minimum of seven hours a night. If we can get more than that, then great. But doing our best to get a minimum of seven hours each night. Number five is to not skip meals. So this can be a little bit counterintuitive to some people, uh, some people's thoughts because they feel like they've, all they've done the last few weeks or the last month is eat constantly, uh, but in my opinion, if you are skipping meals or going too long between meals without eating, it does raise the likelihood that you are going to be overeating and overconsuming in your meals and your foods later on. So I know I've been guilty of this plenty of times uh, when you haven't eaten too much through the day and you get to dinner time and you're absolutely famished and you end up eating a whole day's worth of food just for dinner. So don't need to explain why that isn't a great thing for most people. So feel like if we are planning our meals out and eating quite regularly throughout the day, you know at least our three main meals, snacking in between if that's something that we um, that we do and if something that we we like to do, then that's great. Um, but trying our best not to skip meals because your body has a way of trying to catch up on that hunger and that food and caloric need later on. And number six. Uh, incorporating some healthy fats into our nutrition so I'm not going to go into this too much but you know foods like you know avocado um, some nuts you know using olive oil as your um, method of cooking if you are cooking up anything there it's going to help keep us full keep us satisfied and ensuring that we do get some of this into our nutrition means that we are going to be probably more uh, probably less likely to actually overindulge on sugar and, and some carbohydrates, which can be very, very easy to to overeat. And if we are eating some healthy fats, then it's going to be it's going to allow us to to be a little bit more balanced um, with our hunger patterns, and then also our feeling as though we need that sugar and those carbohydrates, which can often be in excess, especially late at night when you're sitting on the lounge after a long day. Uh, number seven, eat more fiber. So, you know, veggies and fruit um, uh, to the two sort of realms of um, food that have typically high fiber. And, and the same uh, as what protein and fats can do, it helps keep us full for longer. And again, it's going to avoid the likelihood that we are going to feel like we need to rely on sugar um and other carbohydrates that are less fibrous so try to get a little bit more fruit and veg into our into our nutrition and um, for all the other reasons that we know fruit and veg is healthy you know one of the big parts is that they are higher in fiber which keeps us full for longer and keeps everything getting processed well in our body and keeps our digestion um, solid too number eight staying hydrated so an obvious one uh, but drinking plenty of water helps um, I guess helps our body function well, it helps keep us full, uh, and helps can help us even prevent um, overeating. So we wanna be aiming for two, two and a half liters a day. If we're exercising, throw an extra 500 mils on that. If it's a hot day, another 500 mils on that. So depending on the day, depending on your workload and what you're doing, you're wanting two, two and a half, three, three and a half liters of water. You really can't overdo this. Um, one thing that is quite handy and quite useful for people you know when it comes to i guess managing their nutrition is getting into the habit of having a big glass of water before every meal Uh, not only is this good for their hydration to for, for obvious reasons but can also fill them up a little bit and this sort of ties in with my third point with practicing mindful eating that if they are taking their time to have a big drink of water before the meal perhaps they aren't as hungry as they originally thought and they were were thirsty instead. So have a glass of water before each meal. This helps your hydration and helps I guess lessen that likelihood of overeating and overconsumption. Number nine is finding healthy substitutes for your favorite foods and favorite treats. So whenever we are trying to kick a bad habit it is very hard to go cold turkey. Quite often a really good way to approach this is to be replacing this with another habit that is healthy. Um, or not necessarily healthy but something that isn't unhealthy so an example that i've used quite a lot in the past is substituting like a a can of coke for a can of coke zero so i I know there's a lot of um i guess argument and conjecture about the healthiness of coke zero but from a caloric standpoint uh coke zero has next to no calories Um, a can of normal coke has you know close to 200. so it, it is just about making some some changes making some replacements and finding some different substitutes to, to things that you are enjoying. Um, perhaps if you are, you know, find that you're eating a lot of chocolate and, and you know, over this time of the year it's something that is quite uh, quite possible, then perhaps you are, you know, exchanging that chocolate with a protein bar instead. And it may not be quite as good um, taste-wise, but it is definitely a healthier substitute than than um, a block of chocolate and then the very last one is to get active and get back into your regular exercise and training so you know once you you know you sort of have finished up this period you've gotten back from holidays if you've taken one and you are sort of back into the swing of things and back into normality Getting back into regular training, regular exercise will you know, help a lot of things, but one of the things that goes unnoticed a lot, the, a lot of the time is doing this alone will actually organically improve your nutrition. When you're in that headspace that you are exercising regularly, you're putting in your time, effort, and energy into that, you are far less likely to undo it all and be eating, I guess, off, off plan at home and eating crap that you normally wouldn't eat. So even if you didn't do any of the above, if you just do number 10 and get back into regular exercise and regular training, your nutrition will organically improve again because you're going to be more mindful of what you're eating because you're in a positive headspace. So that's my 10. I hope that these help and I'm hoping for anyone who may be uh, feeling like they've had a bit of a tough few weeks nutrition-wise, uh, I know I was in that boat, then and, and following some of or, or, or all of these ways here, it's going to be really helpful. So thanks for listening, guys, and until the next one, I will talk to you then.